Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, Episode 66, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here, another guest. Yeah. This is for like the third or fourth straight episode. I don't even remember. We've been having guests so frequently. A good friend of mine uh, started with me, or was before me, when I came and started doing work at Nets Daily, Tom Lorenzo. Finally. Finally. Know, right? Finally. You Finally. got everyone on. Of Nets Daily. Yeah, we had, we had Bob on here. We had Pooch on Pooch here. Pooch has been on like six times. Six times. No, <laughs> twice. Pooch came with a whole Italian twice, but the, sec- but the second time, But the second time, yes. The second time he came with an entourage, he he. He barged into the into the studio. He did. We wouldn't let him in, and he he made himself. He made his, he made his he made his way in <laughs> along with Mike Scott. Uh, yes, with my with a good friend Michael Scott. And we survived to tell the tale. We survived to tell the tale. <laughs> uh, but you're here, Tom. Uh, Nets Thank Daily editor. Me. Good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. And so it's good to see. You. And your real job is. You said this before. Uh, I work in marketing. Work in marketing. You can't let you know all the secrets. <laughs> Why are you saying like that? No, sometimes you can't yeah. let people know everything. Marketing could be a flex, especially nope. now. Especially now, social. You watched the Firefest documentary yet? Marketing could be a flex. <laughs> but see, maybe, maybe if not saying that Tom is, but maybe if Tom is involved in something that's like the Firefest, he doesn't want you to know. We don't know Anybody that though. Know. No, just, no. no, we left it obscure. We didn't say right. where. I like we just said right. we just I said right. marketing. We didn't say for what you can market anywhere. That's true. You know what I'm That's saying? True. But you so can't market so but you can't good. market as well as Tom Lorenzo. No. You, so you're good. <laughs> right, right. No. Right, exactly. I'm saying sometimes you gotta leave your jobs. Just, yeah. You can't let everybody know. I mean, well, we can. Because otherwise, how do you get from point A to point B? These Why edit- is it point A to point B? Why isn't point B to point A? Because A is higher than B, isn't no, it? No, because when you do when you say the alphabet, as my daughter is going to say, you go A, B, C. You right. don't go C, B, A. <laughs> right. So you're going A to B. Yeah, but when you count one, two, three, yes. one is better than two. How is one better than two? Because if I have $2, is that better than having $1? No, but you want to be number what? one oh, no, and I'm- not number two. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, I understand that in terms of the top of a list. Yes. I understand it, but in terms of counting things numerically, it's not. Sure, but, you know. If <laughs> it you... depends on which way you're looking at it. Yeah. It's, the number thing makes more sense to me than the letter thing. The letter thing, I don't have you on. We can leave that. Then. <laughs> He's figuring well, it all out. No, no, He's but here's, working it all out. No, Hold but on. here's all right. Here's an example. Well, I mean, grading. You're going to say A is better than B. Exactly. Okay. And also, you say one and one A. You don't say one and one A, and then you know not go to one B. One B is after one A. One A is better than one B. You know what I'm saying? It is. You're right. Yeah. Why are we talking so, about this? <laughs> this is what we do on the AR to Tell podcast. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Tom, any, any, anything? Like we have a marketing to like right. A, B, a, one, B. two, three. I mean, he does make a good point, though. One, A, one, B. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Point. <laughs> point A, point B. But regardless, when you get from point A to point B or point B to point A, whatever point you're trying Nobody to go. Nobody goes from point B to point A. You're trying, <laughs> you're trying to get somewhere, make progress, so to speak. Yes. You right. have to let people know what you do. Sometimes. Sometimes. In our case. But you let not people so know much in you marketing. Know, to let people know where you do. Yeah. As right. long as you're not Billy <laughs> As long as you're not Billy McFarlane, I think you're good. <laughs> Nobody wants no. to be him right now. No. Right. No. Nobody no. wants Did you watch that documentary? I did. I have oh, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I have not yet. And yeah. we so we just released Did you see um, the Netflix one and the Hulu one? I just saw the Netflix so one. So just saw Netflix. Hulu yeah. one's worth it. What yeah. is yeah. Hulu, Hulu one has the interview with him. And he didn't look too good enough. So here's my thing, right? I'm yeah. gonna ask you a question. We talked about this on a little extra bonus uh, podcast okay. we did, right? And the thing I said to Ryan, Ryan didn't agree with you, which was, "Yo, if you s- let's go back a couple years ago when they were putting out the right. Instagram pictures and everything, you saw that, and you're a music lover. I love that. And we're somebody that you liked was performing there. A group of people you liked right. performing there." Were you trying to go? And you had the money to go. Would you have gone? Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing, right? If you had the money to go, right? Like. Take it from somebody in marketing. <laughs> this is actually. Yes, this I will is. say this. You have, I will ins- say this. you have insight to this. From a marketing perspective, <laughs> it was done brilliantly. I agree. It was I done agree. brilliantly. The way they did it with these uh, influencers and these models that came out and said, like, check this out. And then they did that whole kind of Instagram push where uh, people started putting, like, that orange square on it. And everyone was like, oh, what is that? What is it? What is it? They were brilliant with the marketing. Mm-hmm. Now putting a festival together, <laughs> like, <you laughs> right? Know, Not so they much. had the marketing figured out. They're right, like, agreed. We know how to do this, so I, I. I buy that people got really excited about it. It, it, it was hard not to the way they marketed, the way they pushed it out. Yeah, of course, people were gonna get excited about it. Now, are you gonna like the, the thing? And I don't want to give anything away. I know you've seen it. Right. Seen it, right? But the thing that got me was even before people went. They were like calling, sending an email, whatever, and saying, mm-hmm. like, we have no idea what this thing looks like. Where do we have to be? What do we have to do on the website? There's no information. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. And they weren't getting answers, but they still showed up anyway, right? Like, I think if you get to a point where you're like, I have no idea what this looks like. And this is nobody's giving me any answers. So that's interesting. To but this me is what Dexter said on the bonus yes, podcast. Yes. Because he, no, to, to he wanted yes. to find the point. Where it's like, all right, y'all shouldn't have fell for this. Right. right. And Wait, it where does it start like getting ridiculous? That might have been the point, right? That's why I said you'll get there. It won't be very early because it's very convincing in the beginning. Totally. You know, and I actually remember all that going down as it was sort of happening. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? But you'll get to that point where it's kind of close and then it's like, all right, how do you still make the trip? 
Right. Or whatever. All right, so and I'm that's a, where that's I where find the sick humor in it. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I'm still intrigued. It's a shame I haven't watched this. I haven't had time to watch anything. But it, it, I, you and Marguerite, watch it together. I will, It'd be great. We, we will have to Watch do it that. with Simi, too, because you got... Look, don't be like these kids <laughs> when you're a teenager. It'll be a great lesson for the entire Henry family. <laughs> I'll make sure my daughter. I'll make sure my daughter sees this and and, and somewhat understands. Also, tell her if you don't see Ja Rule performing, it's probably a good thing. That's a that's that's a whole other thing. Yo, oh oh, and and by the way, Ja Rule recently posted on Twitter just one of these little yeah. promo packages for people to you know it's like a business thing like he's trying to get obviously you know for bookings whatever do this and people are commenting all over the place like you know fool me once and that kind of thing like we yeah. well, tried to be really nuanced about it and like we didn't scam people or it wasn't this or it wasn't that and it was like yo it's a scam it was a scam like you did like does not look good right. in any of that see you can't <laughs> see, that, that's intriguing you can't say that it was not a scam Oh, it's he, a scam. Like I just feel like you and I are on the same page. Even me, even though I haven't watched the documentary, yeah. from what I know and what I saw happening yeah. in real time when I was watching this, yeah. this was brilliant marketing. And like I said, I'm being honest. If they had artists that I really wanted the roots, to see, yeah. the way that I am, go, <laughs> I would have. And I could have afforded Kendrick, it if they had the roots oh, and Kendrick. Man. I, the Roots and Kendrick? Oh, I'd have been like, sign me up, please. <laughs> I would have been there, right? So I'm just saying it looked good. They had the models. They had, come on. All of that. They had all of that. I can't even that. hate on it. I no. can't hate on it at all. No. I love so, that we started here. I like that right. we started here. <laughs> because, well, okay, we naturally we went into it with marketing, so we I, we had to get his opinion. Yeah, but yeah. also I just like being weird. You know what I mean? It's not <laughs> weird. It'd be weird if you were running a scam. No, I'm not. Have you ever been scammed, Tom? So I have been. Wow. Um, Small t- small scam, small scam, small scam. But um, this was I've been before. I've been living in New York for fifteen years now, fourteen fifteen years, and this goes back to my early days in New York. So, so your this first was couple like, of years, first couple okay. of years, it was like I was uh, actually taking classes at the time at Columbia. I was doing some uh, writing courses at Columbia, and I was working there as well um, in the graduate school. Um, so traveling from home to work I was on my way walking in the subway feeling good it's like a tuesday it's nice out you said subway i walk into the subway <laughs> and minding my own business and i'm walking and oh it was it was a little rainy so i had like umbrella up and i'm walking and all of a sudden i feel that my umbrella just kind of go like a little like push and a shake on it and i look and there's some guy standing next to me, and he's going, holding his eye, right? Oh, and he's God. holding his eye. And he's like, he's like, you just hit me with your umbrella, and you knocked my glasses off my face, and you broke them. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so I sorry. would have kept walking. Right? <laughs> you know me. I was, and you know that's right, not a lie. Right? I would have. I would have still had my headphones on, and I would have just kept walking. This is going to get really interesting. Yeah. So it shook me, right? I mean, I'm just walking to work, you feel bad. and I'm like, right. I feel bad. Well, you feel bad. You feel bad. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel bad. Brian likes empathy. I'm a, I feel I'm bad. a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel bad. I feel bad, and he's like, he's like, you, will you owe me money for my glasses? Oh, that's to see. I punch him in his other <laughs> eye. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of questions there. How much are your glasses? How much are your glasses? Are we just talking about the Do frames? Are we talking about the lenses? Right. Yeah. And I'm just like going to work on my way to work in the morning. Like, oh, what do I owe you? Eighty bucks. And I'm like, 
So we go to. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna. I'm like pouring this all out there. I'm putting this all out there, and I know no. it's. And this is this is uh, this is this is why I tell people this they're is many too nice. years ago. This is why I tell people they're too nice. And I gave him the money. I went to ATM. Oh. I gave him the money. Two weeks later, walking to work, he tried the same thing again on me, and I'm like. I said, I looked at him, I said, you did this to me two weeks ago. He picks his glasses up and he starts running. Wow, that's his hustle? <laughs> he starts wow, running. No. That was his hustle. Wait, did you look any different no. two weeks later? No. Like but I'm facial, sure, more facial hair? More, no. Like you didn't shave a little bit? I'm for, sure he probably, he just look, he probably were, does this 10 times a day. He thought you were another he, white he dude gets walking one guy, around Manhattan. Two guys, he comes up on $80. Right, 80 bucks. <laughs> like, does it 10 times a day. So two weeks later, it's like, I don't know, he's probably done it to 100 people at the time. Oh God, Most people were probably like, get out. But me, I'm like, yeah, no, let's go to the ATM. See, but yeah. now, this two- is why you need to lack empathy sometimes, Dexter. But did this two- is exactly why. Because people like that <laughs> want to take advantage of your kindness so- and niceness and act like you broke their glasses when you didn't do shit. <laughs> Honestly. like I know. I needed you back why, then. How did you, why how did you in feel- New York City... Your inherent attitude is to not give a fuck and keep walking. I understand that attitude of having all that. the time. But when you when you realized that it was him again, what did you feel in that moment? <laughs> so, I felt in that moment, uh, <laughs> I was I was pissed off. Did you want to punch him in the eye for real? Well, I wa- I like <laughs> I-, I wanted to, and then I was like, I don't know. This is also dumb. I was like, that's it. I'm going to get a cop, right? Like this. So there was a police officer. There were like two cops in the corner. So I run over there and I grab him. And you could literally see this guy running away. I'm like, that guy over there. I was like, this is a dumb story and whatever, believe it or not. But that guy over there two weeks ago pulled this scam. I gave him 80 bucks. I'm not trying to go have you chase him to get my 80 bucks back. He got me. Good on him. He wins this round. I was like, but I'm trying to get you to keep an eye out so he doesn't do it again to to somebody else. else, Right? I was like, he got me. So he gets it. And so... They were pretty good about it. They're like, all right, let's go. We're going to go check it out. Were you able to say all of that while still watching him run away? <laughs> you, like, you could literally see him like. Damn, man, he's, he's slow. He's slow as hell. How do you what? <laughs> it's like, he was like, you could see it. I think he thought he got like a block away, a block and a half. And he's like, all right, I'm good. Like this guy's going to keep walking and I'm done. So I think he like slowed down or stopped to kind of like reassess the situation because what am I going to do? I'm not going to chase him down the street and be like, I don't know. He didn't think I was, so. I mean, I ran track. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, anyways, that that well, this brings, to an extent this, that this, yeah. this we got into a tangent, but this brings me to um, we had a comment from a friend of the podcast, a very yeah. big fan, Matt and Astoria. Oh, there he is. Tried to come at me. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to come There's, at me. There he is. He, he's there. He tried to tell me on uh, on Twitter. He said. Uh, he said to me, oh, you're a pro-scammer? Like, I was pro-scammer because of my comments in the extra we did about it and what I said to him. Patreon.com slash backpack if you want, If you want to see this, it's yeah. on Patreon. If you want to pay the three bucks a month to listen to that. Please. We said, <laughs> I, I said, how are you calling me a pro-scammer? The name yeah. of the podcast was called Don't Get Got. Right, you right? don't want to get God out here. <laughs> but then he quoted me and said something where I said, well, if you get God, it's going to be okay. Um, and I was saying that no, if you get got, I don't. Nobody wants that. Right. But at some point, you have to let it go and move on. You have to just say, "They got me." It they sucks. Got me. It sucks. I don't want anybody to get got. No. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna chase, beat the no. guy down, wait for him in the train station. And the that's next what day? I was saying. That's true too. When that's I saw too. when I saw him the second time, I was like, well, I, uh, "Yeah, 
Even when I got the cops, I wasn't going to be like, yeah. what do you want me to do? Like, once, gonna, you're, once you're in the you're Bahamas. You're also not going <laughs> to. Once you're in the Bahamas, you're in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not going to arrest him because some guy told him told that two him weeks that ago. He no took proof. 80 like, I got yeah. nothing. What are you so going to do? I but if I like, see you a third time, just know it might go down. <laughs> I, I think what would have been satisfying for Tom, this would be more satisfying for me, yeah. is if you were back at the same train station yeah. and you saw a dude do it to somebody else and you got to stop and tell the person, like, hey, man. I know. Yo. He's gonna tell you eighty bucks. Don't right. do it. Just right. don't don't do it. I didn't know how the story was gonna go. I thought he was gonna like go to with you to the ATM and then try to stick you up for more money. No, no way. No, he, he's go. probably just thinking he's like, oh shit, it worked. Like, yeah, because you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he asked ten people a day, and most people are like, I didn't do that. And like here I was, like, oh sh- yeah, oh, like, I had a question. The same, the second like... time it happened. Yeah. Did you also have an umbrella up? No. So he did like a, a like a shoulder, like a uh... walked into my shoulder and looked at me like. So he's what a by any do? means necessary glasses. What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> every day he kept trying. He, he must have just kept trying it every day. Oh, man. I'm yeah. sorry about that. That's what? Uh, what? I mean, like, look, yeah. I'm like, yo, being being homeless sucks. I don't know if that guy was homeless, actually. Yeah. You don't know. But why? You ain't got anything better to do all day? I mean, look, everybody's trying to eat. Yeah. I know, I, but, like, can you, like, I don't, like, I would I would think Showtime is a better hustle than that. Then again, you did right, give him eighty dollars. Right, yeah, yeah. But he here's, got $80 the, here's like... the thing, man. You might make he might have a talent. His talent's making somebody feel bad enough to give them eighty dollars. There's talent there. I would get more money than eighty dollars. I understand yeah. why it's eighty, but you might because push, because 80... at some point if you go higher, like somebody could have been like, all right, well let's go get a cop and we'll write a report. And it, like eighty bucks was like where I think he felt was a sweet spot. That was yep. like it's not over a hundred. It's like you can go to an ATM and take out any like over that. I think it feels like the kind of thing that you're like, all right, well, let's go like find we can like write a report. What do you like? We can work this out without having without having. A, this is worth right. me paying this to not have to go through all the other stuff. Right. I think most New Yorkers would be like, fuck out of here and keep walking. <laughs> well, most. <laughs> I don't know, man. It depends on the on the thing. And I think glasses, you, like, people not being glasses, like, like, you, you, might, you might tend to him a little bit because you're a better guy than me. Yeah. I'm continuing to walk. Well, actually, you are a better guy than me. I would <laughs> tell, but I think you might still keep walking. I might tell him I didn't have the money. Right. And then well, if, th- that's my move on the train. If you ever see well, me on the yeah, train, just yeah. know I don't have cash. That's my move all the time. Like, okay, this is not a scam. We're going to really get into what we're talking about. But somebody... This was about two months ago. I had to pick up some food yeah. for uh, a friend of mine who's having uh, her daughter's first birthday party. So I go to this restaurant in the morning. I order this food. It was some uh, curry chicken. I had this huge pan of curry chicken. Yeah. And I took it out. When I took it out um, to go to my car, I actually got some on these sneakers that I have on right now. And I got to the car, and I saw that the curry stained my sneakers. Curry sucks when it stains. You really got to get it out. So I came back in the store because there was some other stuff I had to get, and there was there was a line in the store that day. It was crap, and this guy was like, oh, man, look what you did. And I looked down, and he's like, staying on his shoe. And I'm like, oh, I did that? He's like, yeah, he dropped the curry sauce all over my, all over my foot. And I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, man, I just got these sneakers. And I was like, well, I dropped some of my sneakers, too. And I just got these sneakers, so I guess we're both in the same boat. He didn't like that. And so he was like... But you really dropped it on his, on his I sneakers? I guess, but it wasn't oh. intentional. Oh, you don't know? It was, okay. No, I'm just... I don't know. But it, if I, it, it was possible because some did drip on my sneakers. Okay. My point was it wasn't intentional. This guy was like, oh, now nah, I can't have time to go home. He tried to make me feel bad. Well, you could have... Get, get a toothbrush... <laughs> 
know what I'm saying? And or just, you just, or you just look at them and go, oh, you can just tell people you got out the new curries. <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Marketing. Hey, marketing. <laughs> there you go. Marketing. Right. Yeah, I see, I see what you're, you're doing there. Yeah. How did you get to Nets Daily? Uh, I know a little bit about that story. Oh man, but how I did don't. You get, how, how did you? Get how to did Nets you get Daily? to Nets Daily? That is a good. Uh, how did we all get to Nets that Daily? That is a good question. All interesting stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine is not that interesting. No, it is interesting. Here's is interesting. Well, we were talking a little about earlier. You guys were talking about fantasy basketball. So my first writing job ever was writing a fantasy basketball article on NBA.com. Um, I was working for Matt Barry uh, of ESPN. Oh. He had a website. The fantasy football dude? Yeah. Okay. He had a website called The Talented Mr. Roto. I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember and that. And so I was actually. working on his website, uh, writing about fantasy basketball. And in a roundabout way, I ended up, um, doing some fantasy basketball and non-fantasy columns on AOL Sports, um, the blog Fan House, AOL Fan House. Did you meet Did you meet Ariel Hawani when you were there? No. Okay. I I'm just wondering. I so you used to work at AOL. Uh, Sports. Yeah. So, so did did some stuff there, and then Fan House ended up going under. And at the time, there was a bunch of really incredible, amazing writers um, that were working at Fan House, and um, you know. At the time, I was looking for some stuff and some writing opportunities and ended up reaching out to SB Nation about writing on the Grizzlies blog because I knew a couple of things about the Grizzlies and I was watching the Grizzlies. And, um, and you're a Grizzlies a bit fan. Of, <laughs> a fan. We're, we're putting um, it out there. And they were Sorry, like, Nets fans. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> actually, like there is an opportunity to write about the Grizzlies. Um, so they had the website straight out of Vancouver which is now Grizzly Bear Blues um, as part of the SB Nation. Wait, yep. straight out of Vancouver. How long ago was this? This was 2008, SB 7 Nation. or 8. Oh, SB Nation was around at that time. Yeah. They were around. Why were they still straight out of Vancouver? So, yeah, that was the name. They were of the literally Israeli. out of Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, literally straight a, out of and Vancouver. that's why the name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know what I mean. I mean, straight out of Uli Met. I, yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> We're not going to this A to B road. Right. right. <laughs> I will drag us there and keep us you were, there. You were just going to, yeah. Tom's just trying to get from A to B. I'm just trying to get from A to B. And I got to B, and then you're like, wait, wait, go back to go A. Back to that does not or, make or sense. Or go to C. Or go to C. <laughs> All right. C is um, straight out of Vancouver. So I was, I was blogging about the Grizzlies, uh, which was great, because at the time um, – it was me and um, Kevin Leip who um, w- ended up doing a lot of really amazing stuff covering the Grizzlies. But the two of us were essentially running that site. And then at a point, um, while I was doing it, I was living here in New York. And SB Nation, uh, Seth Pollock, who um, runs the SB Nation uh, team sites, contacted me and said, hey, there's an opportunity. Um, Nets just moved to Brooklyn. We need somebody local to cover the team. Uh, you can get a credential, you can go to games, you can really kind of uh, be a part of it. And uh, as much as I loved writing about the Grizzlies, uh, it was just kind of the, the right opportunity. And uh, he he talked to our good friend Bob, and he made sure that, you know, Bob was cool with me coming along. I talked to Bob. Bob and I actually got lunch um, hmm. when before I started. And Got to hear all his great stories because Bob always has great stories. Yo, <laughs> yo, stories to tell. yo, right. <laughs> probably the best. He, he also told me to tell you, you know nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know absolutely nothing. I didn't, nobody, I remember, nobody doesn't. <laughs> DM me and told me that to tell you to do, you know nothing. Uh, but he's pro- up there with Dexter and yeah. like Joey Diaz for the best storytellers. I yeah. Know. 
<laughs> that's that's which, very high praise. Which I will say, so when I had started, I had lunch with Bob, um, and Bob just, it was just an incredible, when you have lunch with Bob, like you sit down, and, and Bob's like, listen. right, right, and <laughs> I met him over by NBC, and you sit down, and Bob is just like, um, you know, oh, that person, I know that, this, this, it was just like, everything was so well connected, and this incredible stories, right, um, and then shortly after, I met with Dexter. We had coffee because we were talking about, you know, doing video stuff. Yep. And Dexter's got great. So, so like, it was this kind of nice connection of working with Bob, having Dexter, and just the three of, between the three of us just trying to kind of do some really great stuff here. Stuff. And then, yeah. Then that's Dexter later so. brought me and then left and then left. <laughs> he said, "Sorry, <laughs> I had to get to B." <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's good, man. And we started, and for people who don't know, but this is going back to like 2012, 2013, when I yeah. came on with Nets Daily. Oh, and boy. Tom used to do a lot of the videos of me at, when I was at games. We were games together, yeah. doing uh, post game wrap ups and stuff. And so much, it was a fun time. Yeah, for me, I would say, and I think probably even for you too, because yeah. Um, just coming to Brooklyn, and for me, even being a Brooklynite and covering a team in my yeah. uh, home, my backyard, that was fun. It, just, it was just all fresh and new with the team and the organization. Yeah. So it was a really fun time back in 2013. I mean, we were doing stuff, the, even the video stuff that nobody else was doing, right? There was no one. Like, they had coverage. You know, you had, you know, Daily News, Post, Newsday. Uh, Mike Mazio was covering for ESPN. So you had people covering the team. But these video recaps that you were nobody had the, them. Night, the night of the game. Nobody, nobody, had them. nobody had them. has them. Nobody still, still, right? still which, nobody has which, them. Which and is also, crazy. and also, only two beat writers now. I know it's 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 crazy. Well, three, but with the athletic, now. yeah. But you know what? And though then us, we count. That's four. Well, that's what I'm saying. You pooch, like. I mean, the new should, state they, of media, right? Is right. that like, you know, you guys are just as much. Beat writers as what that traditional. Oh yeah, we should tell that to them. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I would like to think so as well. Yeah, but, I, I, well, you know, I have to. Like, I get it. We don't travel for the team, but part of that is because we can't afford to. Well, you, you can't afford to. But who else is who else is really traveling the team? Right. I mean, just two. Lewis just, Logan. Just, just, yeah, just Newsday and Post. When we were it. doing it. I mean, Bond Temps, Bondi, you had, um, you know, like right. you had six, right. just like, boot, like, you like had you just five said, or six people traveling with the team. Because like you just said, it was fresh and new, uh, and they were good at the time, and then they got terrible really fast. Well, so yeah, then, in the state of the media, it's like, well, the month, they're too. not making money. Yeah. Newsday, whoever like, wasn't making money off like, of. Good point. It's like what I always so. say about New York City. New York City is a city built on dick riding. The same thing with the media. The media is... Basically, dick riding everywhere. But if it's teams also, are good. They're gonna get covered. But it's also money. They're gonna get it's covered. Money too. Right. It's like money. you say too. Like money matters too. And well, money starts from dick riding. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I mean, money comes. Listen, I, you to, can generate money from art. I agree, no to some to some <laughs> de- to some degree. I agree with your point, right? Because like, if the team doesn't have as much of an interest and they're bad, they're bad. Then they're not going to put the resources into right. it, right? But if the team, like, I, I think what's interesting, I was going to get this to you is yeah. the Nets are trending upward. Do we see that interest go back and teams putting yes. money to beat writers? You're seeing it or, now. Or, or has media changed so much that people are like, "Yo, they're still the Nets." And no offense, Nets fans, they're not the Knicks, so we're not going to put the resources into them as much. I think I will say this. Sorry, I, I think it's new media. I think what's more intriguing to fans in general 
is less about and no disrespect to people that are doing it. It's less about people that are traveling with the team and writing the recaps and writing the gamers. It's more about like what you guys are doing with podcasts, what Pooch is doing with Periscopes. It's more about those other touch points that that's how people are really consuming mm, it. Sure. And you don't need to physically be there at every game, a road games, away games, to be able to have that knowledge to do what you guys are doing. So I think to me, I don't know that there's going to be a time where, okay, the Nets are going to have five beat riders traveling around with them. I think two to three is probably feels like the max. I just think there might be more opportunities for people to do podcasting, periscopes, live tweet, like all that stuff I think is how people would rather consume the stuff that you're doing. Because I think otherwise, again, this is no disrespect, but what is the difference that Lewis, Logan, and those guys are doing as opposed to what? I think it's a fair question. What we we as Nets Daily are doing. I'm gonna let y'all answer that. <laughs> no, and I don't. And I, it's <laughs> no disrespect. It's to no that. disrespect because Brian no. Lewis is a good friend and mentor Fantastic. and colleague, of and he mine. does incredible yeah, work. So that has, this yeah. is no. I'm just and if I probably we're planning to have him on this podcast, yeah. and if I have him on this podcast and I talk to him about the state of journalism from when he is, because he's about almost ten years older than me, myself, yeah. and to where he sees it now, I'd love to hear his thoughts yeah. on that. He could tell me a lot on how he's seen things change. I guess the point I would take. And I try to pass this advice to Brian too. From what you're saying, yeah, and he I tries do, to pass me a lot of. I advice. do agree with you. Is that maybe the end all, end all, be all goal for a young yeah. writer like Brian or Pooch or somebody else is? It's not about necessarily being that beat writer with a paper. No, there's a lot of other things you can carve out for yourself, and it's more about marketing. And as our friend Ebenezer <laughs> right. said here, to bring it back full circle, marketing and building your brand. Yeah, not necessarily the brand that's associated with the parent company. Yeah, and, I, and I've said that too. Like I've yeah. told you that. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to write at the crazy volume that maybe a beat writer has to. Yeah. Where it's every single day you have to have one, maybe two stories, right? You're not going to be in the same rhythm all the time. You know what I mean? It helps from experience. It helps to take a few days off from actually writing and try to cultivate the story another way and then have like a bigger piece later down the line. Like when that's daily now, I was doing a lot of that stuff. Uh, in terms of like the newsy stuff and doing that stuff right. before, because we kind of had to. <laughs> now, yeah, that's all another. <laughs> now we ain't got to do that no more, right? But so I'm putting in more thought into what I'm doing. I feel like the stories are better, and part of that natural progression yeah. is not having to be a beat writer. I agree. I not think, having to do that. I think new media notices that. That's why the athletic does what they do, and that's why you see Scott doing the stories he does. Because yeah. he's allowed to do that and still be around a team and cover a team. And I think there's something dope about that, too. Yeah. But specifically with the Nets. <laughs> Nets are trending upward, like we said. Brian's been around them all They're year. They're getting more coverage. They're getting, getting more, more coverage. coverage. Yeah. They're getting better coverage. And the fans deserve better coverage, and they deserve all different kinds of coverage. Uh, they're good with Nets daily. Wow. <laughs> what did you say? You said they're good with Nets daily? Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. But, yeah. but <laughs> we, it, it lets us... Let's us Nets Daily but give them better coverage, right? Like yeah. we do now have, you know, different ways of giving them coverage. You with you going to practices and stuff and doing your videos at practices and doing stuff like that. Yeah. That was not being done yeah. up until you started doing it. Yeah, yeah literally. Like that's that true. is a new yes. kind yeah. of coverage. And, and there's more that I want to do. I just can't afford it yet. No, but that's no. that's that's, <laughs> that's also that's also the that's also the progression of right. the now. media and even something that's been done in a place like Nets Daily. Yeah. Where you and Bob were writing and then I did video and we were doing videos together or yeah. we were putting out important clips. 
that were meant to be, and you're now practice doing. These are all. This is a progression of media well, things. By that the being way, done. a big thing now. When we were talking about this. Uh, well, actually, no, that was an off-air conversation. Never mind. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> social media. That's become a huge thing. Right. As far as reporting now, yeah, well, because we, you can see interaction and reaction re, in real, real time. time. Yeah. I will never forget. I knew, Tom was he, he, there with me, I, and I will never forget. And I think I said this when Bob was up here when we were in the locker room and Kevin Garnett mm, yep. made the Joe yeah. Jesus comment. And it was huge. We, I turned off the camera and Tom looked at me and I was like, "Yo, we got to put that." In <laughs> <laughs> like, we put it up. And I'll never forget that night because all the TV stations left. SNY wasn't there. Yep. Uh, every local station left. Everybody was gone. We were the only people that had video of this unless somebody else shot on their phone and I knew nobody. No. And Tom looked and we just knew like this was going to be the thing and it turned into a thing that I didn't even think it was going to be. Yeah. That did like 60, 70,000 views he overnight. He is still known as Joe Jesus. Right. Beca- because of Dexter because of Dexter. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but, no, we're going to give you credit. That. You know how, but but to that point, because you put it out there. But Kevin Tom, Tom said it, was with me. You on put it, too. it out there. Like, Tom, but he had that. Yeah. Tom we wasn't going to say no. No, no, no. But no, it's like no, it's like we had that expert. energy and we looked <laughs> that's at each other. Yeah, we looked at each other. And we were like, we were like, oh no, that's going to be something. Like I think we knew that was going to. Yeah. Because we were at the time though, mm-hmm. you were doing, you were cutting up game footage right afterwards, and we were doing the recap videos, and we were throwing in like we, you would cut to, you know, here's what they had to say yes. after the game. But for that clip, you were like. It's on its own. It's a standalone. Let it live on its yep, own. I knew it. It's 15 seconds. Let it live on its it own. It just needed to go up there. And we just put, there was the first thing I think I cut and put on the website before we even shot our recap. And but we this, put it up there. And, and they this, win that game? Yeah. So yeah. that, that yeah. helps too. Because, you know, but it was But it was 60,000, 70,000 views the next morning. No, but I'm saying. I couldn't believe it. No, I'm saying because then they'll be looking for stuff like that because after yeah. the no, team but, wins. But also, I mean, also. you threw that up there. Next morning, wake up and it was like dead spin picked it up. SB Nation mm. front page. Yeah. Like, mm. It was crazy. It wasn't just that like people were searching like that. It was like it was up there. But to your point about Twitter, every beat writer there had their phone and said, you know, Joe Johnson or Kevin Garnett just called Joe Johnson Joe Jesus, and it was like ha. But to have the video of it, you saw the you emotion saw, behind you it. You saw the way he said it, and like the laugh he had, and he even he said he's like, and that's why we call him Joe Jesus, and I'm out. And yeah. like even the way he said it and left was like and incredible. It's Kevin, and you it's Kevin Garnett, right? Like it's and Kevin you Garnett. You couldn't capture it just with like with a tweet, text. right? You yes. needed that video. The video made it. And I didn't. I it it went someplace I didn't think it would, but that just shows you yeah. the media how it goes. What do you think about the Nets and where they are oh, this man. year? It's been such a change from three years ago, four years yeah. ago. We got to get into the serious uh, part. No, no, no. We're taking it to the happier part there. for people. People are happy about the Nets. This I year. know. People Not really. Optimistic. They're kind of pissed off that Sean Marks didn't get a stretch four at the trade deadline, <laughs> and he won't get Frank well, Kaminsky uh, on the waiver wire. Who wants that? Sorry, Frank Kaminsky. Um, <laughs> um, are you mad that Sean Marks didn't I'm get a stretch I'm for n- to n- trade I don't get line? mad about nothing. You, no. ought be, you ought to be honest with <laughs> you. Except when that guy's can't be afraid <laughs> <to> be, <laughs> to be, to be, Yeah, but to be honest with you, like, if you look at it like this, and Tom, I want to get your thoughts on this, but I just look at it like this now. Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston. Realistically, you're not competing with them no. this year. So why? Just give the 15 spot to Theo Pinson. He deserves it. See what you have with him. Try to keep them if you like what you see going forward and be in the playoffs and do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I'm with that. Uh, are you happy with the uh, – first of all, when the Nets were – what was that before we had that conversation about that big turnaround they had? They were, what, eight, nine games under 500? And they, they were eight and 18 eight, eight, at the lowest games, point of the season. Ten games under yeah. 500 yeah. and turned it around. 
Did you think then they could be where they are, where they're one of the hottest teams in the Eastern Conference? We were no. talking about tanking. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I thought I thought it was an exciting year because they were getting their draft they have their draft pick this year. <laughs> right. And it was like you know, Zion, Reddish, Duke, like all I was like, they have a real shot at getting one of these kids by going, you know, what twenty two and sixty. But, at, right? but like, at that point, not at that the beginning point. of the season, right? No. Because well, at the beginning of the season I didn't think they were bad enough to like tank. I had them actually getting the eighth seed. Yeah. But he was higher in them than I was this year. Yeah. Thirty eight and forty four. I, I didn't think they were, they're probably going to be. Better I had them about thirty wins. I think thirty. I think I was down there as well. Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think they had. I, on it, I don't think I had them up there. I had them down closer to thirty. Yeah. Tops. Maybe I think I had thirty-two. I had. I but that was just probably because my math. I was like, what gets me to eighty-two? Oh, thirty-two. Didn't want to have how that. many wins? <laughs> thirty-two to fifty. Yeah. That's fine. Let's and that was still <laughs> me being on a high end. I still was skeptical yeah. even more. Yeah, and it, cause it it felt like this was the kind of year that was just like, let's go in and see what we have. Let's see what we have for next year. Which it still is. We've, right. We've yeah. got we've got big decisions to make this coming summer. So let's see what we have. Let's see what D'Lo can do. Let's see what Levert is, if he's healthy now. You know, uh, Dinwiddie. Like, let's just see what we have. And apparently they got something. <laughs> They've got something good because yeah. all of a sudden this team turned into a playoff team. And I honestly did not think they were going to make the playoffs. But I also do think at that point you're better being – you know, a 38-win team in the playoffs than being a 32-win team and out of the playoffs. Either you, go, either you're 22 wins or 38 wins. Anything yeah. in between it's felt horrible. Like, you don't want to be there because then yeah. all of a sudden you, you just want, missed the playoffs. You, don't you get the magic. 12th. Pick you don't want, yeah, exactly. And, you don't want to be the you know, Pistons. You don't want to have like the 12th pick. Or give me the fr- like give that. me a top five pick or get me in the playoffs. Right. And I thought they were trending towards top five pick, but the yeah. fact that they're in the playoffs. And in I this, think that's just as much of a win. And, and in this draft, you really want top three. And the difference between them and teams like the Pistons are the ones you mentioned. It could be in the middle, could be yeah. in that 32-win range and not make the playoffs, is those teams don't have the financial flexibility Nets do. Right. They don't have the young players right. at different positions the Nets do. Facts. So the Nets, as a team, in this year to make the playoffs, the way yeah. I look at it, it's a good position to be in. You're still young. Yeah. You still have a lot of financial flexibility. And you still have some players that people want. You got picks. You have your own picks still. Yeah. And... Brian brings this up constantly, and he's right. Sean Marks has done a good job at picking in the teens to early 20s. Yeah. So why should I not trust this guy again in doing that or moving up? Whatever else may be. You don't know. This is a good foundation year is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to have three picks that are going to be sort of between that, I want to say 16 to 33 range or 15 to 35, whatever you want to call it, because they have their own first, which is going to be probably mid to late teens if all things hold up. Oh, uh, they have Denver's first, which is going to be somewhere in the twenties. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they also have the Knicks' second round right. pick, which is <laughs> like, which is going to be a second, second pick, second essentially round. a first round pick, which also makes one of the first round picks a trade asset. Right. Yep. So, it's, it's probably Denver's, but still. Uh, do you? Th- it, Brian doesn't seem to think they can, and I kind of agree with him. They can't compete with right now with the top four teams in the East. So if you see a matchup, I six, think they can compete with them. I'll say that they compete with them, but they're not, I don't think they're beating any of those teams in the no. playoff series. Indiana, sure, but Indiana's yeah. going to fall. I mean, that's your hope. But yeah. I, I mean, look, and even Indiana is actually what they're the third seed now. I mean, they're playing well enough without Victor Oladipo. I don't think it's going to hold, and I don't think they're going to maintain this level. Um, yeah. But they're still a good team. They're still yeah, a really yeah, good team. Exactly. They're but not... I think like outside of outside of Indiana or um, you know 
I don't even want to say Boston, but like there, right. there's all that like strife but, and all that stuff but I going on. Why you think but then, yeah, but that's that, so I like, think they could take them to six. But look, the Nets are better than we expected, but they're not better to the point where I th- I'm taking them confidently against no. any other team in the East in a series. No. That that would be disrespectful to the other teams. Yeah, because Detroit. It, it, they're not probably not going to match up with like teams like Detroit, Miami, or whatever. But even those teams in the series, that's not a gimme that you're going to take the Nets right away. Right. And then when you're talking about the upper echelon teams in the East, there's a reason why they're up there. And by the way, all of them except Boston got better at the trade deadline. Yeah, you know that's yeah. going to be very difficult. Did you think the Nets should do anything at this trade deadline? Were you surprised that they didn't at all? You know, I I I see both ends of it. I see why there's a lot of excitement with this team and possibility of being in the playoffs and the possibility of making a run in the playoffs. But I think you 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 don't do anything that messes with whatever plan you had in place going into next summer. Sean right? says that all the time. So taking on new money, yeah. you don't want to take on new money. Yeah. To your point, giving away a draft pick, even if it was that Denver pick, why now? Why who, now? who would you have gotten – to get rid of that pick, to give up that Denver pick so that you win a first round of playoffs. Only Thon Maker or Torian Prince because you have them under control. I don't even year. think those. T- t- but well, even, yes, because you have them control, but they but, don't but give e- you a win even, first round of playoffs. Yeah, but even so, it's like I don't know how much better that's making you. That's more of an investment of we can, with Prince, develop him further, and with Maker, that will be sort of your reclamation project. But other than that, it's like, is that worth giving up a first round? To pick? me, it's not. When you could potentially, you could just develop somebody that you really want at right. twenty one or whatever, and or go it, ahead, or go into the summer and do wait. Why you know why yeah. Thonmaker and Torian Prince? Why not wait till this summer and see what else shakes out? Yeah, and see if, how this year shakes. If out. If you have seventeen and twenty five, you can trade up and get into the lottery. Somebody Possibly. will be willing. Somebody at twelve will be for somebody to, you might really like you know, and you, really if, want to develop. Yeah, if you really like Jared Culver. Or if you want to take a flyer on Bowl Bowl, you can pretty much do that now. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you still maintain your level of flexibility, I agree. and you're pretty much going to be the same team regardless. Yeah, I agree. Uh, looking forward, uh, so you think the Nets will make the playoffs? I'd be shocked I, if they fell out. I do think out. they will. I, look, the rest of their schedule is pretty tough, though. It's tough because they got the West Coast road trip coming up. It's tough. And I like, think they're going to stay. The in, injury stuff, right? They might not like, stay at six. I'm not sure. Right. I think the injury stuff is key. Karis, right? Like how 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 quickly does Karis come back? Yeah. Uh Spencer Dinwiddie, we know he's making progress, but any anything that kind of shakes them all like they need that team. They need that whole team, right? You lose one of those guys, as we're seeing now, you know, you you're kind of seeing them regress a little. Yeah. Um but I just think the team's behind them. Like does does anyone really kind of scare you behind them? Like no. the fact that like no, the Detroits like, of the world, you know, right? Like you can take like you you shouldn't overlook those teams as I said. No, 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 no. But you can definitely absolutely take them. No, you know what I mean. Nobody like, scares you, me that they would leave. Maybe Miami if they got everything rolling together could, could yeah. pass them or Detroit because Detroit has better top end talent. But even now you're at six, so you're talking about three. You three teams would have to pass them, right? At six right now, so yep. yeah. you would have to fall behind three teams. Are we confident that they're all three of the teams sitting well, behind them? Well, well hold, hold on, you're talking to a couple Met fans here. <laughs> like we've seen I, some shit. I've, <laughs> I've seen some collapses. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm a lifelong Met fan as well. So yeah, right. So, so it's I like, know it's not. There are some Met fans and Net fans that that cross over, 
And not that we're any of them. But none of us are Nets fans here. Nets yeah. don't need that negative energy, that <laughs> negative Mets energy. The Mets are just I don't care what they in. need. They need that real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mets, you know fans, I mean? Mets fans have enough of that. No, right. no but, no, but they're, I don't think they're going to fall out like that because they, you've seen this team like like last week. They they have one of their worst games of the season against Chicago Bulls, yeah. but shortly before that they beat Denver. They're right. weird. They're very, very, very weird. You know what I mean? It, it, under this same sort of trajectory, if you want to call it that, they're probably going to be a 500 team, which would be good for about where they are, six. Well, and it just, it was almost a schedule correcting itself, right? You beat Denver in a game like that, that everyone's like, like, whoa, whoa, basketball whoa. gods. Were right. And also they're like, what? all right, but you can have Denver, but we, we need Chicago. Chicago. Right. So it's like, yeah. it's and kind of given that toss we, of and like, we the, understand Otto Porter is here instead of Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis, but you got to take this L. What's up, listeners and supporters of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast? We need some help from you, and it won't take up too much of your time. As we grow, we always want to hear your feedback, so take a minute or two to fill out a short, anonymous survey. The survey link is right in the episode notes for this podcast. It's easy and takes less than five minutes. As always, we thank you for your continued support. Let's look at if we look ahead to 2019 because yeah. that's what a lot of Nets yeah. fans Ooh, are. and I think the Nets sometimes get left out of the conversation. Yeah, and Brian and I know we hate the term that's been brought up around that's the c word culture. Yeah, the Nets have built this great yeah, culture. Yeah. Remember, I now, told you the drinking game. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> do think the Nets have done a lot of good things. I love what Marks has done. Mm-hmm. I think Kenny Atkinson's not getting yeah. enough credit and should get some yeah. Coach of the Year votes. He will. Um. I think people should be looking at the Nets. You're in Brooklyn. You're in New York City as an attractive place to come and play. They are. They've built something good. They have some good young pieces there. Do the Nets land somebody here? Do they get an A-lister? Do they get a B-lister here? So I think – And what do you want also? Yeah. I think I think with the Nets, I think this summer is – probably going to be the defining moment for Sean Marks. Oh, yes. Because. Oh, I like I like yes. That. I think because he's gotten them out of the abyss, right? He got them out of that garbage that they were living in. <laughs> way, There's like, way too soon also. Right. He got them out of it, and now you're looking at it, you're like, we see daylight. Like, we see it. We, we see, see the light. Right? They're, where they're, like, talking about as almost as, pretty much as Dexter has alluded to, a potential destination right. for – an A-level free agent. Right. And and if you strike out on Durant, Kawhi, um, you know, whoever else in that top tier. Clay. I don't think you go hard and heavy on player B. Tobias I, I don't Tobias think you go Harris, on. Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker. Right. I don't think you go to, to B because I don't think B gets you to where – you want this team unless unless you I think agree. unless unless you think D'Angelo Russell and or Karis LeVert is a which I think they're very good. But if you could tell me right now that if this team plus Tobias Harris would be a contender in the East, no, I don't think it's good enough. I think you'll Philly's be in, too you could good. Be Indiana, right. you could be that. I think Philly's too good. I think Milwaukee's too good. A little better than Indiana. Yeah, but that's it. But what does that make? This makes you no better than five. You're not good enough to beat Philly. You're you're probably talking about a nice fifty winish team. If even. But you're and you're probably talking about second round. If even. Yeah. So there you are. Yeah. Spencer, great. D'Lo, great. Karis, great. Yeah. And, And Tobias Harris, you think like you'd have to be convinced that those four guys 
are going to take you where yeah. you need to go. Again, unless, unless again, you believe that D'Angelo Russell is going to be that A. And it and basically that A would be the way he played in January all year long. Right. To quote Because out, before that January, and that's where re- he really became an all-star. Before that, he was still being benched sometimes. I know. He was still, like, he was still struck. That was his most consistent basketball and ever. And what kind of A is he? Is we had our friend Mo Hamilton that's on here. That's true, Not all episode. A's are equal. Is he a five-star <laughs> A? Is he a four-star A? Is he a three-star A? You're not you're not winning. A well, if you're a three star, you ain't A. Yes, true. That's a good point. You're not an A. <laughs> yeah. Um, is he at least a four star A? And how many do the Nets have on that team? Four star A's an A minus. I like to bear it, Tobias Harris, but I think he's like a three and a half, right? To yeah. a four, but he's really poor at three and yeah. a half. Think of it this way: if if he is anywhere as good, or his ceiling, or the possibility that he can be James Harden, right? Who? D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, let's just say, let's just say, for okay. the sake of like, he could be James Harden. Okay. Ooh, Jesus Christ, my mentions would be crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> let's just say, you need more than James Harden right. to win. Right, right, right. 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 So my no, point that, is, is true. that like, let's say he's at that level. If you put, if you put James Harden on the Nets and took out D'Angelo Russell, are they like with Spencer, Karras, and um, Tobias? Is that team? good enough i guess my my point is is that east i guess my point is is that you you need you need more than just d'angelo as that five star a yeah no agree you need that other piece and if that other piece is Kawhi leonard that piece i he could be if Kawhi leonard james harden spencer dinwiddie and karis levert now you're that's that's now you're talking but that's the assumption is that D'Lo is that level. I think if he's if he even if he is that level, I still think you don't say, all right, you know what? Let's let's bring in Tobias Harris. Are you but are you adding? All right, so now let's take James Harden out of it. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Re- I know that the assumption is let's out re- of it. Let's reinsert D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So if you're adding Kawhi Leonard, which I do believe is very possible, I don't want to say very possible, so because y'all gotta relax. Let's say it's <laughs> possible. And Kevin Durant, which I also think is possible. Kevin Durant, I yeah. not, no, 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 or Kevin Durant, or Kevin Durant, right? Which I don't think is as possible, but the possibility is there. If you add Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard onto this current team, do you feel like that's enough to compete in the East? No, you still don't think so. No, unless I know this kind of. Goes what if back- Jimmy Butler fulfills the prophecy that I think is going to happen and ends up with the your prophecies. New York Knicks? With your New York Knicks, <laughs> it's not a prophecy. No, it's not a. I, Man, am I trying to hear a prophecy? <laughs> this no. What I want to say is that goes back to the point that you're saying. If you had either KD or Kawhi in this team, what I would need to you know. Still don't think that's enough. Let me finish. What I would need to know is is D'Angelo Russell, who you would then we're assuming you would pay the money. Yeah. What kind of player is he? Is he even a four star player? Is he a really good secondary star that I could count on next to him? Which is what he's playing as right now, if we would he say. he plays to that level with somebody a la Kawhi or KD, then I would say, yeah. yeah. Well, why could they not with good coaching? You have a, a, a bona fide five-star player and a very good four-star player. Hold on. You also have Karis LeVert. And if he stays healthy, that's probably another four. That's and then you also still have see, Jared Allen. There's see, a little more there, depth but there. But there, do you see the problem with what you're saying? There are a lot of ifs. 
A lot of ifs. No, I'm just saying if he stays healthy. The only thing I know for sure in there is if KD's there and he's healthy, I know he's a five. I don't know exactly what Russell is. I still don't know fully what Levert could be. I think he could be a four-star player. Yeah. But I don't know that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's still a lot like of they're both. With... They're both doing that now, but they still both have to prove it. For right. I like the potential for it to happen. Right. I don't exactly. think it's a crazy but yeah. death fa- for it to happen. It, but it's fair to say that you still need to see it for another season. Yes. And also, I think what's fair to say is what Tom, I don't mean to put Tom, I think no, Tom yeah. is trying to say too, is that if you, if you put a five-star A-lister in here, then I have more faith that that can elevate some of these guys around them than to put a B-lister like a Tobias Harris. It's not really worth yeah, it because right. it doesn't make you that much better. So then I don't think it gets you higher than fifth in the conference. And then, so then in that case, what's the? What, it's not, why spend the money for in that? In that case, you just do. You might as well rock with what you have. Yeah, rock with yeah. what you have. A couple short-term deals, whatever. Just keep growing organically because then if you do tie up that money into a B or A or really whoever. You're still looking at, all right, so now Russell, if he's still there, that means he's gotten paid with right. a lot of P's. Here, and here. then and then Karis Levert, restricted free agent in 2020. Guess who has to get paid? Yeah. You know, like Jared Allen, restricted free agent right after that. Guess who has to get paid? And, oh, by the way, Spencer Dinwiddie, who is your sixth man, is still on the books for about $12, 13000000 million a year. We're still a friendly contract. Here's a name I want to throw at you guys that I find it, I think could be very interesting for the Nets that people seem to be forgetting. Yeah. Noah Vonley. Brought, no. <laughs> no. No, no, He's a guy who we've seen play as a five-star player. He's coming off injury. DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, I thought you were going to say Porzingis. No. <laughs> no. No, I think Porzingis will Can you play talents. DeMarcus Cousins and Jared Allen together? I don't. I mean, that's if you'd want to play the four. I wouldn't mind seeing that's that. That's an old school four. I'm just, <laughs> wondering, I'm just wondering what you can get for DeMarcus Cousins, what you would pay him, and mm. would you would the Nets be willing to yeah. risk a five like that that's got some health concerns? I, 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 don't, I don't think you tie up your cap for DeMarcus Cousins. I don't think Sean Marks I don't. I don't either. think you tie it up. I think... Sean Marks, if you're Sean Marks, I think you look at um, Durant, of course, Kawhi. I think you have to put Kyrie Irving in that conversation, whether or not you think it's the right fit. Hell no. I think you look at (laughs) Kyrie Irving. against it. I know, but I think you have to put him in that conversation. I put Kemba ahead of Kyrie Irving. I think you're I think you're bugging. I put Kemba ahead of Kyrie Irving. Kemba's in that. Kyrie is just ahead because rings. I mean, that's what you yeah. play for. Yeah, but if Kemba Walker was on those teams, they still would have won championships. You don't know that. Kyrie Irving. You don't know I that. I bet you he would have. How do I know he hit that shot in Game 7? I don't know that. I, what, if, what if he didn't have to? What if they would have been, <laughs> they what if they been, been five points ahead before the that? The Warriors were too good for they that. Were, yeah. No, you're, you're expecting you, the Warriors. You think Kemba Walker is that much not better than – I don't even know if I said that right. <laughs> you, don't even think, you don't even think Kyrie Irving – you think Kyrie Irving is that much better than Kemba Walker? Really? I, I mean, I, I've seen him hit big shots in yeah. the playoffs. You know who I haven't seen it's in the playoffs? It's not Kevin Walker's fault. He's in Charlotte. But I don't know he can hit shots in the playoffs because he hasn't been there. He's been in the playoffs. Oh, he's been there. Yeah. He gave he Miami that work. Yeah. He did. Did he, I, I don't no, think, he won this. did he win that series? I don't no. think so. Yeah, he lost. I don't think you can not, put him ahead. I don't think you put him ahead. I don't think so either. I, think you could. I like Kemba Walker, but, but I don't, so do I. But, I don't know that but you when can I put say him ahead. But when I say that, I'm saying projecting the next four years. And I think, but if you're projecting the next four years, I think I think Kyrie Irving is going to be injured a lot over the next four. Oh, there is no question that there's some risk involved. There's no question that there's some risk involved. But I think if you get the best of Kyrie Irving, the guy who at his best, you know, like you're saying, the playoff Kyrie Irving, I think that I think you have to go with him over 
a Kemba Walker. I would too. Especially yeah. given the makeup of this team, because if you go with Kyrie, you're Wait, almost, what team are we talking about? The Nets. Nets. I'm sorry. If you go with Kyrie, you're oh, almost I, I saying mean, that they're keeping D'Angelo. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. But you're. But I, I don't. I, I think mean. with this, but Kemba's from New York. I'm like I know, sure. I know it was I mean, cute. Kemba, I'm not. I, I know, I, I know. I, Kyrie's, you know, grew up in that fans from. Jersey. You want Kemba over D'Angelo? Mm. Oh, he does. Because <laughs> that's what's gonna come down right. to if that's what you would want. So here's the thing: the way things are going and the way you're building, yes, sir, I don't, I don't think you need to make a change there because of how D'Angelo, like he's already here, he's already sort of bought in. You've already got a chemistry so if with you, him and everybody else. So, so if no, you were short, I would just keep D'Angelo. Okay. I would just right. keep D'Angelo. Well, but that was to my point, is that if you but don't hit if on... he signs a ridiculous offer sheet with the Phoenix Suns to be with his boy Devin Booker, and you need a next best option, and you have a chance to get Kyrie or Kemba Walker, I'm going with Kemba. But I don't think that's going to happen because I think D'Angelo's staying. We're just talking about hypotheticals. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's going after it. He's going Kemba. He loves Kemba. I, know, I love uh, Kemba, right. too. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just saying we're not. Yo, people, like, people got perceptions fucked up. We need to put some respect on some of these other guys' names. Why? All right? Why? Because Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving, in terms of talent level, why? Because Kyrie Irving's been able to prove it more because he's had LeBron James as his damn sidekick and the best Kemba Walker's had is Jeremy Lamb. That's supposed to be his uh, fault? Is Kyrie Irving not having the best season of his career this year? No. He keeps getting injured. He's, he's having a great season. He tweaked his knee again. What are you talking about? Talk to me in April if he can make it to the playoffs. So his injuries means that he's not having a great Kemba season? Kemba Walker was the MVP candidate before his team started sucking. He had a 60-point game this year. Okay. That's not what I asked. I said, right. Kyrie Irving having the best season of his career. Yes, and so is Kemba yes. Walker. So he, I agree with that. <laughs> but I'm saying, why don't you put some respect on Kyrie Irving's name? If Kemba Walker was in Boston, do you think they would be that much worse? No, I think they'd probably they'd be... They'd be the same team. A, they might be better. Maybe not. They might be better because Kyrie is the reason that their chemistry is so bad. How do you know Kyrie's the reason? Listen to Marcus Morris and Jalen Brown. It could be them. It could be Kyrie. It could be. It could they were be. fine last year when he got hurt. <laughs> it could be. They were totally fine it last year when he got hurt. It could hurt. be the fact that Gordon Man, I'm going to call Josue and tell him to come back. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the, sorry, this is the uh, Kemba Walker love fest right. hour. Here. I know. I didn't know that there was this. No, but I'm saying you just got to put respect on some of these other I people. love Kemba. There's Ke- no, I yeah. think I, like I, I told love you, perce- Kemba. Perception, perception is not always Maybe reality. Maybe perception around Kyrie and his attitude Perception is, is not always reality. We were talking about this in the group chat uh, between uh, Reggie. I hate that group chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to get into it because that's going to be a totally other rabbit hole. Let's just move on. All right, so he's else. taking Kevin Walker. You say they should go after. And look, I, and Kyrie I, I'm Irving, not even Kyrie saying. Irving, Kyrie Irving's great. All right? Kyrie Irving's great. You don't like Kyrie. I'm just saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. I like Kyrie Irving. I'm just saying for the next four years, I'm taking Kemba Walker, who's been more durable, who's as talented, and who's as good as Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's just proven, you know, himself more in bigger moments. That but matters. he's he's Which had matters. the op- <laughs> that he's, he's had the opportunity to prove himself in those moments. Whereas Which Kemba he Walker has into that Kemba Walker's proved that he's a very good player, and I think he could come through in those moments. He's did it in college, and he's had some big NBA moments, I don't want to hear about too. college. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You're mad because he had no, a no, game no. winner against Pitt, right? No, in the no, Big no, East no, tournament no, no, against no, your boy no, McGee. No, Step back, no, no, mid-range no, no, no. jumper. Made your boy that. fall. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, 
Nothing to do with that at all. My point is just that Kyrie Irving has hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history. That's fine. In a final. I think Kemba Walker can make matters. that shot too. That's all I'm but saying. He but he did it. But, you're, but right. I think he could. Right. You're you're going so, off so, of I think I also, he can. Yeah. You're saying he but did. That's, saying what but, he that's, did. That's, but that's yeah. what the off, that's what free agency is. Oh, you're really? Pay, you're paying people based on projections. Bobby Portis hasn't proved that he's a great player yet, but somebody's going to pay him four years and $80 million because they think he's going to be a great and, player. And they're stupid. Somebody is, <laughs> could but he, make but a you big know mistake. What? But you know what? <laughs> right. Th- right. right. Like that's... But you know what? Sometimes you get Kemba Walker's contract, four years, $48 million, then you overplay it. Why? Because you're that damn good. And it's Charlotte's fault that they didn't surround him with competent players because Bismack Biyombo's making $17 million. This sounds but like you're also talking about respect. you're talking about Kemba's contract now what's Kemba going to get in no no summer? no no but what i'm saying is sometimes in free agency you make smart decisions and sometimes right. you don't but, but if like, charlotte it just it, no, but now i'm wondering because what you said if charlotte gives Kemba the max is that necessarily the best decision not for Kemba for charlotte it is not for Kemba Walker wait wait you mean for Kemba it is Kemba no, getting no, paid for is Kemba great, it's right. not Ask, because ask if what? Kemba, Kemba's going to get paid. How's Kemba, it not for him? If Kemba, it depends on your priorities. If Kemba wants to win, he would leave Charlotte. I agree with that. Because they're not going to surround Here. him with the level of talent that he needs. If he wants to make uh, the money, which, by the way, he probably will still make on the back end if he continues to do what he's doing anyway, which is why I think that fifth year is overrated, evidently by Chris Stapps Porzingis. He doesn't care about it either. Then so be it. Here's the problem with Kemba Walker, though. I love Kemba Walker. Yeah. He's never going to be an A-lister right now and where he is in his career. He is what he is. He is a all-star level player. He's not a superstar. Here's the thing. We're talking about the the all-star and superstar. No, but here's the thing. I don't know that Kyrie Irving is. I don't put Kyrie Irving in superstar class. Okay, then what are we talking about? But he's at the bottom of that top tier. That what the, what, the, what the hell is that? that the bottom of the top is, tier. <laughs> would, would you not agree with me this? If we talk about the top if tier. If you're talking about top tier free, free agents, agents right? you're talking about KD, you're talking Kawhi. about Kawhi. Those are the one and two. Right, you're up there. Clay is probably right Clay. there. Then you got like Jimmy Butler and Kyrie. It, Kyrie, yeah. it, Kyrie and Kemba are right next to each other. Oh, no. They're right next to each Kemba, other. I'll tell you Kemba's right next to you. Tobias Harris. No, no, no. Yes, he is. He's better than Tobias <laughs> Harris. He is. In a point, point guard-driven league. Is, but in a point guard-driven league, he is better than Tobias Harris. And unlike Tobias Harris, he's actually been an all-star multiple times. But he at but, the point guard position where it's harder to do. In the same conference the as East. Kyrie Irving. In the East. As the same conference in as Kyrie the Irving. East. In the same conference as Kyrie in Irving, no. Right. Kyrie Irving's How been many in the great East. point guards there in the Kyrie East? Kyrie Irving's been in the East his whole Kyrie, career. Kyrie, John Wall, Kemba Walker. Tell me who's next after that. So whose fault is that? That's like the oh, same thing. That's like, oh, but here's is the it, thing. Is but it, that's like the same is thing. Is it Kyrie's fault that he no, played in Game 7 and hit the shot? But that's like the same thing where people say, oh, LeBron's only made the finals because he's been in the Eastern no, Conference. That's not the same thing. Whose fault is that? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not saying yes, it's it anybody's fault. Because you're blaming it on the you're, competition. You're, no, you're it's make, the same you're thing. You're making it the fault of, of Kemba Walker because he hasn't had the opportunity no, to Kyrie no, had, no, which is no, ridiculous. It's not the fault of Kemba Walker. It's the fault of Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets. So it's so who's so that's so now Kyrie's supposed to be held against it. Look, all I know is Kyrie has hit big shots in the playoffs time and time again. He's done it. That's it. He's done it. I know what he's done. That's fine. Well, how, how will he be healthy enough to make big shots I don't going know. forward? I doubt. That. I don't know that Kemba Walker will be. I doubt that. I don't know that Kemba Walker will be. That's true. You don't. Do you don't, don't know. know. You don't have to. You know what's always funny? Agency. We always look at the the players who have had this injury because yeah. there's sometimes players yeah. who have injury history, and all of a sudden the rest of their career. They're healthy. Remember when Sean Livingston was damaged goods? Right. When was the last time Sean Livingston had a major injury? 
Is Kyrie Irving? Uh, remember, is Kyrie, I mean, is what Kyrie about Paul Irving, George? Paul Everyone George. was like, Paul George. Is yeah, Kyrie Irving? Nobody talks about it. Is Kyrie Irving on the same level of player as Sean Livingston? No. No, so but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying also is, what about players who are healthy I mean, their entire careers? And then well, we late they get. Well, what if he's not? Look, we don't what know. if Kemba Walker right. isn't motivated after he gets all this money and signs, resigns his next contract? I mean, I doubt I that, but that. we don't know. We I don't, don't know, know that. You don't know I'm anything. just saying, I'll take Kemba, you'll take Kyrie, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> who that's you, it. Who, you, who, you, who are you taking, to, uh, Tom? I'm taking Ben Simmons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not taking Ben Simmons because he's scared to shoot. Until he, until he starts shooting through. You know what? You want to talk about point guards in the East? Ben Simmons is there too, and he's an all star, and so is Kyle Lowry. So there are some good point guards in the Eastern Conference. And by the way, D'Angelo Russell's won this season as well. But until Ben Simmons oh, gets a three pointer, I'm not putting him up in that class. Who are you taking? Who- I'm gonna, if I have to choose between Kyrie and Kemba, I'm going to go with Kyrie. So am I. If it's That's between fine. those two, That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I don't care to change your mind. I'm just saying. I think I'm going to be right. You're not. You also think you're going to win the fantasy league, but you're not doing that either. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Bro. You're not doing that either. Bro. So you think well, that as soon you... as LeBron stops stops having load management pause, I should be fine. <laughs> you are very angry today. He is fired. You're up. on fire. <laughs> team Kemba Walker. <laughs> team LeBron needs to play for me and for my fantasy team. Look, I feel like team. We have, I don't like I Ben like, Simmons. I feel like we have no. That's not true. I like Ben Simmons. I just don't like that he doesn't shoot threes. Not team, that I don't, team, I don't respect that Kyrie Irving has hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history. I, that's one of my favorite shots of recent memory. You don't have any favorite however, shots. However, <laughs> will he be healthy enough to do that moving forward? And I think you're overlooking. I don't know if you're going to be healthy right. after this rant that you're having. <laughs> How about that? I don't know if you're going to be good. healthy. That was good. That was good. <laughs> you're really angry today. <laughs> I'm not. You be thinking I'm angry. I'm I'm, I am. Well, let's ask Tom. Do you think he's angry? I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm not angry. I'm just I don't Latino. Like, I do not like the blaming it on the culture thing. It's not fair. That's your that's your cop out every time. But it works. It does work. So you think the Nets to bring it back? Do you think the Nets, the Nets are not getting Kyrie Irving or Kemba Walker guys? Are they getting Kevin Durant? Do they have a shot at Kevin Durant? Yes. I mean, they, yes. they have a shot. I think he's. I don't think they have a great shot. No. But I mean, Adam Harrington is there, and that's his former shooting coach. I mean, that kind of matters. Yeah, that was his former it. personal well, coach. I mean, I think I mean look, trainer. I mean, I certainly think he'll listen, right? Like, and that's all you need. You, you, I think you'll get a meeting, you'll get a conversation, and anyone that gets a meeting and conversation has a shot, right? It's better than him not coming to the table and talking, so. like he had previously done to the Knicks with Phil Jackson. Yeah. How mad? Because the Nets fan base, see, they're interesting. Yeah. I love your Nets fan base, but I know you guys are so hungry and you want to win very badly and they're very passionate. If the Nets don't get the A-listers that we're talking about and the Nets end up with a Jimmy Butler or Tobias Harris, we don't think that's the way they should go. But if that does happen, how disappointed do you think the fan base is going to be? I mean, I'm, I certainly think that they'll be disappointed. I think they were I think disappointed there's... that they didn't trade for Thon Maker. What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's some expectation. Like, there's expectation that you you have to get continue to get better. And I think, sure, while Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler makes his team better, um, I, I don't know if it gets you where you need to go. You don't want it, Jimmy Butler in that locker room. No, I don't think no. So. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think you want Kyrie Irving in that locker room either. Mm. I don't think you do. 
You love Kyrie Irving, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Don't lick your lips after you say that. (laughs) Oh, this is a juicy storyline today. You guys might get in a a little fight in the locker. I hope Kyrie Irving comes into that. (laughs) I hope so. So I hope he hears this podcast and has to look at you every day. He's like, huh, Huh, Brian Fonseca? You think Kemba Walker's better than me? I hope he says that to you, too. People don't. Kyrie Irving. I hope you bring that same energy to him too when he says that. Yeah, I, I hope, would. I hope so. I would. I ever I told you be... about my confrontation with Patrick Beverly? No. We ain't gotta go there. Two <laughs> short. <laughs> two, know, yeah. two short guys angrily going after each other. No, yeah. it was. It wasn't angry. Can't wait to like go with this. What you know was the what? most awkward? This is what we need. We need Kyrie Irving in the Nets locker room we next need, season. Yeah. And I will come back with a video camera just for that. <laughs> you hold it just up the for that. You're like Kyrie, listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> but I think, but I think Kyrie, I think Kyrie is very good. Uh, here, we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> however, 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 I would rather have Kemba Walker's next four years. I would also rather have D'Angelo Russell's next I'm four years. I'm so glad you said this because we are clipping that. And when Kyrie Irving's in the Nets <laughs> locker room, I'm gonna come to like, yo, Kyrie, what you think of this? And we'll see. He's not going to the Nets. He's going to the Lakers. I already told you this. He's going to rejoin LeBron. See, that's dr- no. you want the drama there, but I want the drama here. <laughs> I want the drama. The here. drama here is going to come with your Knicks when they get the fourth pick and try to pawn that for. It's not dramatic. This is what always happens. Dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> And then they get Jimmy Butler. That's just the Knicks. Thank you, see? They're going to have Jimmy Butler and Zion Williamson, and then Jimmy Butler's going to be like, yo, this kid could dunk and shit, but he's soft. And then they're going to fight. And then <laughs> Jimmy Butler's going to go to the Sacramento Kings. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Either way, uh, Tom, are you optimistic about the future of the Nets going forward? Yeah. I, you have to be at this point, given where they are. I mean, y- you remember we're, we're sitting oh, in the locker room. I remember. And, you know, trying to figure out what post-Boston Nets look like. And all Ooh. of a sudden, Garnett, Pierce, you got Darren Williams leading there. And you're and just sitting that, there scratching your head and that, saying. That quickly became Donald this, Sloan and Henry Sims. Right. This didn't work. And it's like, yikes. Where is this going from here? So, of course, the optimism is there given where they've come from. Right. And I think the fact that you've got Sean Marks, who's kind of staying the course and has a plan, a plan A, maybe a plan B, but staying the course of that plan, I think you have to be optimistic. I think if they go in and they do something stupid this offseason and they bury their money in Kemba, no. <laughs> <laughs> they bury their money in a player that doesn't get, doesn't show that progress, um, you know, I think that's where you get concerned. I think the fact that they're patient, they're taking their time, yeah. and they didn't they didn't get rid of assets just to chase something that they can't get. Um, I think there's certainly reason to be optimistic. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's reason to be optimistic, yeah. but my whole thing right now is sign Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> For right. one, one selfish reason. For one there selfish right? reason. <laughs> Drama. Right. <laughs> That's what we want. All right, that, Tom. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we like to. We always do this thing. And we told him we've always pick a number. Uh, so this is episode sixty six. Unbelievably already. And this we got sixty five was pretty awful. But we got some good numbers uh, here. Brian always comes through with the list. Uh, I can tell you who's not on that list. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he is for the amount of games he averages a season. Oh, <laughs> hey. Sixty six out of eighty two isn't horrible. Okay. Uh, it's not great because that means you're missing a month. 16, uh, whatever. I'll sign for that. <laughs> I sign for that so you can have to talk to him. <laughs> Go ahead. That would be fun. I would embrace that uh, opportunity. 
Uh, no, you wouldn't. Let's see what happens. Um, Ty Kelly, your boy. Matt, former Matt? Yeah. No. Josh Edgen, your boy. No. Juan Guzman. No. Yasiel Puig. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, I'm a Yasiel Puig fan. Okay, who That's else? That's my boy. Who else do we have? Oh, there's a guy I like from the past. Scott Pollard. Scott Pollard. Why do you like Scott Pollard? Scott Again, Pollard was nice. This is the second time we have Scott Pollard. <laughs> I didn't even, who did he wear 66 for? He's not even better than Kyrie Irving. What are you talking who about? Did he wear 60, who did he wear 66 for? Celtics. Ah, Celtics Scott Pollard. Yeah. Not Kings or Rockets Scott no. Pollard. No. Was that? He averaged 1.8 point a game that year. His he averaged four points a game in your career. You have the audacity to talk down on Nick Collison and you like Scott Pollard. I said I like him. I didn't say his jersey should get retired. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pollard was a nice three-point shooter. He kept the knockdown three in the corner. He's a good shooter. Stretch the floor. All right. Okay. Andrew Bogut, who wore it one year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no thank you. Shout okay. out to Nick Medellinos. Yes. That's his boy. Yeah. That's his boy. <laughs> ben Simmons' is boy, too. That's <laughs> hey. true. Alan Fanica. Oh, former Jets guard. Yeah. Hall of um, Famer. Apparently he has epilepsy that I read recently. Oh, man. Did not know that. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Mm. Um, That took a dark turn. Willie, w- Willie Monroe. Willie Monroe's a boxer. Willie Colon. Willie Colon. Ah, I like Willie Colon. Yeah, I figured that was your boy. Like, your actual boy. Like, you interviewed him and stuff. A couple times we've interviewed We've talked. Good guy. Terry. All right, never mind. <laughs> He's not getting picked. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Tom Nalen. You remember him? No. Offensive lineman. Broncos? Broncos. Okay, got it. Doesn't matter. We don't pick offensive linemen like that. Except the Brickishaw Ferguson. Uh, David Deal, speaking of offensive linemen. Damien Woody last one, actually. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> David Deal, David Larry Deal. Little. Mario Lemieux. Ooh. That's a good one. I don't watch hockey like that, Tom. You watch hockey? Yeah. Oh, but he's, like okay. the great, he's, he's easily the greatest player on this list. By far. Do you care? Do yeah. you care about greatness? I do. Yeah. Okay. He's great. Make it sure. Because I li- I like greatness, but I also like entertainment. And Yasiel Puig, no nah, man, I gotta go Mario Lemieux plus Mario Lemieux. I saw him uh, where my first year living on Pitt's campus. I lived in oh yeah, was right. over a next to a children's hospital. Yeah. And he used to do a lot of stuff with his foundation, the hospital, and really used to take his time to bring a, a lot of stuff for kids there. Was nice, but he also was like a really great player. He's the best player on this list. I love that Yasiel Puig. That's my dude. You mentioned the whole thing with kids, and now I can't fight for Yasiel Puig. <laughs> you can't fight for Yasiel Puig. You can say, forget those kids. I'm exhausted. You can be that person. <laughs> Yo, you're exhausted because you took all your energy right. out against uh, yeah, I'm Kyrie like, Irving? I'm like, no, for Kemba Walker. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're the Kemba Walker defense party. So you can't even fight for the no, kids. Justice for Kemba Walker. What about justice for the kids? Right. I don't know these Or justice kids. against the kids. I don't know these kids. The justice for Yasiel Puig. Yeah, there should be. He got sent to the Reds. That's terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're not fighting for him, though. I, I I would like to, but then Christy Acker kind of pushed me off that when she said he and your and Cespedes are not cool. So. Uh, I did. I uh, forgot about that. She did say that. Well, n- not not cool, but she pretty much implied that they're not cool. Yeah, she implied I that. I want to put she words in her that she knew that. Right All and right, then so- there's Kevin Durant because he has 66 points at that game at Rucker Park. Ooh. I hope he comes to the Knicks and drops 66 on some teams. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad happen, you said though. to the Knicks and not to the Garden because I could have easily said, like, yeah, he'll do it against them. But I do think he might be with the Knicks. We'll I also think he might go with the, to the Clippers. I don't know. We'll see. Wow. All right, so we cool, right. are we cool with Mario Lemieux? Is that the first hockey player we've ever put it, on? It would be, and I didn't want him to be the first hockey I, player. Well, I uh, did. I want, not, no disrespect to him, but I, I was looking forward to somebody else. But something tells me we will have a couple more hockey players right. coming up within the next 
10 episodes or so. That sounds good to me. Yeah. All right, the Mario Lemieux episode. All right, Tom, man, thank you for joining thank us, man. It's good me. seeing you it again. Uh, all the great work you do with Nets Daily and putting up with this guy defending uh, Kemba yeah. Walker. Wait, beyond you're, you're the, the one world. that covered Kemba Walker in I high did. school. I did. How are you not defending him? Oh, so just because I covered him, I'm supposed to defend him? No, I'm like, you you, you don't care that he's rotting away his prime years in Charlotte? I do. But if Kemba comes, if, Kemba, if I see Kemba at a game or something, Kemba comes to me and he's like, yo, man, you think Kyrie Irving's better than me? I'll be like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. That's like I covered Lance Stevenson. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like he'll be like, yo, you think Kevin Durant's better? Than you? I'll be like, yep. That, that's different. That is a great visual, by the way. Just Kevin Walker <laughs> walking up to him with his Charlotte warm up or whatever. Yo, Dex, I heard D- Dap in a bro hug. Be like, yo, you think Kyrie better than me? He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and he'll smack the hell out of you. <laughs> nah, he's not gonna do that. Nah, nah, no, he's nah, not. He should be. His mom raised him better. It was a nice, very lovely woman. She knows better. <laughs> All right, that's it for this episode of the A-Hartel Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, please be sure to leave us a rating and review. And you should leave a review and tell Brian how mad you are that he is defending Kemba Walker to the end of the earth. And he just continues to mess up more things like he will his relationship in the next life. I did not do that. He did did all that. (laughs) All right, that's it. Tom, again, thank you for coming. For Tom Lorenzo, writer, editor for Nets Daily, Brian Fonseca, who... Hates Kyrie Irving. Don't mess up my last name. Dexter. (laughs) That's it. Till next time, y'all. Peace.